0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lokia Ke This week's episode is titled The Colors of the World, and we will be in- talking about all that it encompasses. And of course, joining me are the wonderful sisters, Kinza. Hey. And Manalo. <laughs>
1: Hi. Um, I should also definitely point out that two of us are on a Zoom call um, because of this crazy, crazy virus um but yeah so sorry and apologies for that bad audio if that comes through so um we'll go we'll go right ahead actually um and kind of like picking up where we were last week um last week we talked a lot about um our black sisters and brothers who are in need right now Um, we talked about how their community is suffering and how we must put our um uh, problems aside, uh, for, for a bit and kind of come out and help them. Um, I was talking to my, you know, teammates afterwards, and we were saying that, you know, a lot of this is just about the color, right? The color of their skin, um, how it all started. I mean, we were asking ourselves the question, like, had they been born another color, you know, had they been born white, would they have been on the right side of history? Um, would things have been different for them? And that led us to think about more colors. Uh, You know, we we started thinking of other communities that are literally represented by the color of their skin or the colors of their flags or, you know, what they've they've now come to be recognized by. So we went right into thinking, like, we should have an episode discussing the different colors uh, of these different communities that make up our world. Um, and we decided to start with us you know and there's going to be two aspects today that we talk about every color and those two aspects include uh, you know the the kind of generalizations that people make when they see people of that particular color or from those communities and why sometimes those generalizations are you know taken to be negative however we're going to show much like we uh, prefaced our episode today by our wonderful social media post Meba Minahil and promoted by Taha. We're going to explain why these differences are actually strengths, um, why these generalizations are unfair, but then the things that they, we do get generalized for, they're actually exactly the things that make us unique together.
0: So I believe that each individual has their own unique beauty and that beauty comes from the cards that they were dealt, right? So the genetics and the biology that plays in there. Look, we were all born with different patterns, different skin conditions, different aspects, such, uh, such as freckles. And I think that that is beautiful in itself, you know? I'm just kind of thing off of what we talked about last week in that why do people get categorized by their color in a negative way? I think today's episode is more about taking that in a positive light that the colors that we have on the outside, they do and they don't represent us as as a human being, which is the most amazing, amazing conversation we can have.
1: Agreed. So just kind of like thinking about, you know, the different generalizations that are made against us or, you know, about us um, as South Asians and as people who have brown skin. I know that um, the Pakistani and Indian community, we're very much taken up as as one or seen as one um and so you know uh, an unfortunate um generalization is you know the smell of curry or you know that you must be a doctor you know or your parents must be super strict or hey like you know uh, are your parents finding a guy for you meanwhile you know then it's so funny i I'm, i've literally been in like what like i don't know over the years like been in like six instances immediately where they're like Oh, you must be really good at like all that Bollywood dancing. I no joke, like somebody's actually tried to bust a move in front of me. Like that's like not even. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, but yeah, like you know, I, I mean, just like we said before, I, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a generalization, and um, it's it's not fair. Um, however, these are also things that you know, in, in if you if seen another light. These are things that we are known by. So yeah, our food smells great. Um, it is very strong. Um, and, you know, these Bollywood dances or these, like, me- these, you know, musical uh, sequences that you see are all, you know, are, are, are all unique. You don't find them anywhere else in the world.
2: Yeah, I agree. But it's also kind of sad because because of these generalizations, they limit us Um, in terms of what people see us as. So, you know, if you're talking... Say you're talking to an Indian or Pakistani uh, director, a movie director, and you'll, you know, in your mind, you'll think, oh, they are, you know, working on Bollywood movies. But, you know, who's to say they're not working on something in, like, Hollywood, or they're not making, like, a documentary or something, you know? So I think that these generalizations that... I don't know who came up with them or when they were set, but they definitely limit us in terms of what people look at us as. Like not all of us are like engineers and doctors, like we've said before a thousand times, you know. That's why in a lot of these like unique, I want to say school programs and stuff, you never see, you know, an Indian or, or a brown person in there. And when you see it, it like pops out and it's like, oh wow, you know, what are they doing in there? Yes. It's like kind of funny. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's so funny how when we see someone's uh, skin tone, we have like all these assumptions attached to them, especially when it comes to, in our experience, brown people or South Asian people. As soon as we see even one of our own, quote unquote, or if we see another South Asian person, we have these assumptions that their experiences are the same as ours, right. that their parents that wanted to become doctors and engineers. But what if they come from a family of celebrities and, and, and they need to carry that? Or they're a family of jewelers that need to continue that. I mean, it really all comes down to not making assumptions when you meet someone based mm-hmm. on their appearance, based on their skin tone, especially. Right. Um, other than South Asians, we are going to cover other um, communities as well. Like we have Hispanic people, like Latino, Latina. We have we have um, Asian people, Black people, LGBTQ plus, and White people as well. I mean. I know that we haven't covered every single person on the planet, but we're going to go through these for the purposes of our message. So next we're going to be talking about Latino culture and um, what are the presumptions for them, uh, Kinza?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, so, you know, un- uh, unfortunately, not a lot of people that I've come across, and maybe it's also because where I live, right? Like I live on Long Island. It's literally, New York is meant to be one of those You know, places where there are more tolerant people, where there is more generally, you know, there is more general acceptance of immigrants. Um, But even here, like, there have been, unfortunately, really a lot of instances where I've seen maybe like, you know, at the grocery store where where I used to work or even other places. uh, First of all, there are there is literally like very less representation, you know, in in the kind of especially in the kind of industry that I work in, uh, the advertising or the creative industry. Not a lot of diversity, but, you know, in the in the in other spaces that I have come across, like, you know, Hispanic ethnicities around me, um, a lot of them are taken at face value to be, you know, hey, there might be people who, you know, are on government benefits or they might be from like manual labor. Hey, do you know a landscaper that might be? I don't know what their name might be, but it always ends up with, like, a Jose or something like that. And I think that even just, like, saying those names like that and then tying them to uh, presu- presumption uh, of, like, you know, some sort of, like, manual profession, I'm not saying that manual professions are bad. I'm not at all. What I'm saying, however, is that they might be completely somebody
0: else and we don't even yeah, know. You're, you're assuming anything from their name to their occupation. And yeah, it's so yeah. I mean, whether you be... Um, Cuban, Mexican, Spanish, or or from any other Hispanic country or or South America, I think it's really interesting how their experiences differ from ours. Yeah. Because I understand that like the occupational assumptions transcend like all the communities. Right. But I feel with Latino people, it's always like you're getting a lot of uh, assumptions about the languages that I speak. The Mm. The, the dishes that I like to eat. I mean, again, that transcends a lot of different communities as well. But for them, it's more about the occupation, about everything is manual labor or yeah. or has to do with something that's not a prestigious degree, similar to Black communities and and I'm sure many others. yeah And it's really upsetting to me that even yeah. now in 2020, we're hearing these things like, oh my God, he must be a Jose. He must be a Ali. He must be Tyreek. Like, what is that right where do we come
2: with this and I'm... a lot of times they're also seen as like just undocumented um yeah. you know a lot of times that's the issue and for like latina like women especially they're seen as some people like women who are you know just interested in having kids a lot of a lot
0: of these yeah. times yep. yeah and that also transcends the communities as well but something that's unique to hispa- uh, Hispanic people in my experience in terms of being a bystander Mm. is that I've observed that people assume citizenship, like right after they assume their name and already assumed your occupation. Oh, is that person a citizen? Like, what, what does that even, like, what does that entail? Is it some idea that if you're not a citizen, you can't get something of prestigious value or you're not a person that can contribute to society?
1: It's another you know, ruler, basically, that society has just conjured. And, uh, you know, now we're measuring people by that, immigration. God bless, like, those kinds of programs that exist or those kinds of states that exist that, you know, allow, you know, services to be given to those people without disclosing their immigration status. However, a lot of that has also become so actually unreachable now because of all these laws that our current president has changed around. In addition to like, you know, how they are viewed in terms of immigration and their education status, etc. I've seen a lot of like uh, Hispanic friends and stuff like that suffer from like, you know, just um, injustice when it comes to them just using their own language. You know, just like we are sometimes really comfortable using our own language because it just, you know, communicates well with our own community or our families just like that spanish people you know they that's the, that's their language and i i've heard and seen by myself like you know not only on social media but like once at least on in public with somebody being yelled at to like use you know english because now yep. they're in yeah. america
2: yes that yeah. i yeah. have lived through that with somebody when i used to work at a grocery store it was very heavily like hispanic populated so this lady um this girl used to work with me over there and she used to speak spanish but uh, really good english as well equally and this, she had this customer and it was some kind of like question that only the manager could solve um the lady you can guess her race um she literally told her can you please speak english can you please speak english and then she was like can you speak english and then she's like, she like can you please speak yeah so and then the whole the entire time the girl my co-worker she wasn't even saying anything because i think she was just shook like she had no idea what to say meanwhile it wasn't even about a language barrier it was because the, the question she was asking was could be just uh, solved by the manager and exactly. I was just looking at her like this did not just happen
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry that she had to go through that it's um, awful. however you know what's really really sad is that Hispanic people people from Spanish-speaking countries are really disproportionately affected by the assumptions of being incompetent in terms of yeah. language and disproportionately affected by assumptions surrounding citizenship yeah but there is a community that is disproportionately categorized by by in a in, in a heightened sense like that they're gonna be the smartest and the best at everything and right. that is my friends the asian community yeah um you know, what do you think about this assumption
2: yeah so um coming from a highly populate asian populated school that was always the assumption you know um oh they are super good at math oh they are super good at science these two just go together like this all the time and oh you know their parents are just so strict because korean parents and um chinese parents even my my friends like i have two really close Asian friends, and all the time they're telling me people are assuming all of these things about them that, you know, when they're telling people that, oh, they went to art school, and they're like, oh, what, (laughs) why, you know? So even like schools, um, some of the top schools around Long Island, you know, they're heavily Asian populated, yes, but then that becomes like the center point of that school for some reason. Um, whenever people are talking about you know that specific school, they're like, oh, it's so heavily Asian populated. I don't want to go there. Yeah, so I think that's that's not that's not how it
0: should be. It definitely shouldn't. And you know what? It's really funny about that is that the high prestige assumptions actually cause a lot of distress, and it can be actually negative. In within the Asian community, um, I feel like we can relate like, like our own South Asian experience of assumptions in terms of family assumptions. Hmm. So the gap between the, uh, the age gap between the parents and the kids, that's something that no one really touches upon when they are talking about education. They just sort of have that assumption that this is how, um, you should be doing in school, and this is the career path that you should choose. However, that that twenty twenty to like a crazy amount of years between this, between parents and siblings, or or the kids and the parents, we never focus on that. We just focus on the career aspect.
1: Yeah. Like, this is what
0: you need to become. Mm. You
1: yeah. know? Yeah, no, I completely agree, and I I think that you know again. These generalizations that are just immediately made to Menahal's earlier point, like it just kind of like you know restricts yourself into thinking, even you're thinking about like who you can be, right? If there's yeah, is... like the
0: article example, yeah,
1: exactly. And uh, so so it's it's kind of it's kind of along you know the same. And lately, unfortunately, it has been about, and as much as you know, it's it's funny that we did use the title Colors of the World, and as much as we want to. Uh, kind of like you know say that it's okay to use colors to define people's you know entire race uh we want to point out here that you know using the tag yellow for asian people is actually Mm -hmm. highly offensive and derogatory and um, to kind of like label people under there is not only a thing of like very very past but also extremely extremely offensive um for for people now lately unfortunately it has been used uh, synonymously with you know the, the chinese
0: virus or coronavirus which is yeah. so
1: unfair and, and so- they're not even
0: interchangeable it's not even it's, i don't know why chinese virus refers to this oh wait no i know why it's because of a right. really poor leadership and, right. and and poor choice of words but yeah i definitely see what you're saying that like a lot of uh, asian people uh, especially chinese because of this virus are you people automatically assume that they're going to be carrying the virus like what what kind of an approach is that
2: It's... it's insane i mean when this first started so many people were coming out so many like asian people were um coming out with all of these stories about how they have been a victim of racism just because of this, or um,
0: microaggressions like the weird looks that they get at the airport.
2: Yes, yes, and, and we've
0: been there too.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, it's true. Or like my friend, you know, she took the she she took the bus every day to school, and. Um, literally she told me one day that she was going and she's really skinny so people like sit next to her because there's more room but apparently like when this just then this <laughs> had just like started getting really bad um nobody was sitting next to her oh my god nobody wow and she was like, I don't care, more room for me. But, you know, that's just really bad. And then on Twitter, too, I saw so many, so many hurtful comments. I mean, we've all seen them throughout this, you know. Um, and then there was this video of this, like, Asian girl eating some fruit. And then all the comments under there was, oh, she looks like she's in so much pain. She needs, like, some some weird bugs to eat or something like that. Oh and I'm like, God. why do you have to say something like this? It's oh so Oh, my mean.
1: God. Uh, see, like, all of that stuff. And now that's, like, a generalization being made under, like, the color of their skin mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. what they're saying is the color of their skin you know one thing that we didn't say was you know for all of these up above like you know the south asians the the hispanics the asians accent is a huge thing that like is made fun of and like unfortunately is also used as uh, for parody purposes in movies Mm -hmm. and like you know and and another ways to like make fun of like what is considered the generalized you know assumption this person or this uh, community is going to speak as you know in that accent and as much as i want to say that this is going away i don't think so because like i've even seen unfortunately people my age and like other youtubers and stuff like that like make like incessant fun of like all these top uh, all these like accents um
0: of like Mm -hmm. accents are just one Mm -hmm. way of of um sort of making fun of people's culture right but people appropriate asian culture all the time look at our cuisines like we Mm -hmm. think the chinese food that we eat is the same as the one is served in china it's not true it's not authentic i mean i guess if you're going to a really nice authentic one i mean now i'm getting hungry but you know that's (laughs) a good that's fine but but (laughs) but in general like we define people by our experiences around them right so we think the indian corner take takeout store and the chinese corner takeout store like oh we've we basically have covered what they eat in that country no like you have to be able to absorb more about someone's culture especially when it comes to asian people not everything is about um what you think it's about to be quite frank and and media and technology play into that with those assumptions absolutely Um, while uh, Asian people um, get that assumption of, of hierarchy in terms of getting that high prestige job or career, there's a community that's affected in the exact opposite, that they're assumed to be not so prestigious. And that yeah. is the Black community. In recent events, we, we are only shown the little aspects of, of racism that have always been around, right? Unfortunately, there has been really serious, uh, violent aspects in terms of this race being undermined. However, now I just had to cover that because that's sort of the elephant in the room, right? We, right? This is something very serious and we will actually, we won't stop talking about it for those wondering. Right. Because it's something that we need to shed light on. Mm. However, it, for the purpose of this conversation, the, uh, the black community going back to the occupational thing is, is assumed to not have these like prestigious jobs as like a lawyer or a doctor or a surgeon or something. And I, I know why, while I know it's changing, it's still something that they're made fun of about, right? Like, right. oh, you have father issues. Oh, right. you have the issue of not being able to reach for the stars because you come from an underprivileged community or the community is poor. You must not even be educated. You went to PS one something something, yeah. Like that assumption. It's me saying that in itself shows you how much of an influence you- the new, even New York as a melting pot, has had over my assumptions and my and my microaggressions towards the community. No,
1: you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Like <sighs> we see these in movies all the time, right? Like I don't know if you guys didn't see The Blind Side and all that stuff. Like that is the. Uh, I want to say that the ultimate example that I have in showing, you know, a successful Black story, but it all has the same beginning, right? Like, it all Mm. has that beginning of, like... Actually, as much as I hate to say it, okay, whatever, like a a white woman taking a black kid under her wing and, like, kind of like, you know, taking it all up till, you know, and now he's the successful CEO, et cetera. Like, I I love that story because it's actually a real story. So I'm not going to, like, you know, mess with that. However, I will say that the depiction of black people even in movies and in Hollywood and like Taha you were saying like social media right and technology and how we see this is 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 very is is very weak right we we don't see influential black families often in the in the in the kind of like you know uh, uh, media environment we find ourselves That's
0: in not being shown and no. why is that what, what is wrong with the color black? that we don't want to show the prestigious people. We don't yeah. want to show. Have you guys seen the picture of the lawyers uh, for the uh, Aubrey's case? No. My God, it is a whole team of black. Uh-huh. I draw- think I saw like, that. How beautiful was that image? Yeah. yeah. But that's something you only seen independent, like maybe under the rug a little bit, or or people sharing on social media, but that's it. In, right. bigger, in bigger areas, you won't really see that because yeah. For some reason, we don't want to show it. I can't really tell you the answer to why we don't see it, but this is the case, and this is what we're living with. Um, you know, the other sad part about all these outside influences on our assumptions around Black people, we tend to not take them seriously. Then, right? Yeah. We 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 focus on what the media shows. We sh- we focus on the um, uh, on, on on the the gang culture and the and how every rap is a bad rap you know a rap song is like no like a lot of them have to do with great philosophies and also things about change systematic yeah. change that's what those rap songs have to do with. yeah but the thing is like they don't show enough of people going against gangs there's a there's a show on netflix that that is trying to do this called all american and they're trying to mm. show you mm. that while there is a group um a people, and I'm not trying to spoil the show for anyone who's trying to watch it. <sighs> there are people within that group that don't like the culture of the group, yeah. Right, but they aren't highlighted in many movies, um, you know. Right. And and I'm glad that this is changing. Yeah. does a really yeah. good job of uh, sort of helping helping our cause. Yeah, oh, another
2: show that really highlights um, the positive of the black community is This Is Us. That show really, you know, I. Again, don't want to spoil it for anybody who wants to see it, but you know, a couple they have they have children and they they have triplets and they lose one of their uh, one of their children and they end up adopting a a black kid and he ends up being the most successful and the most smartest and the most richest too. I think out of all of them, and I think that's a very good show to watch. It it definitely highlights this this topic really well. Yeah, and in in
1: that same vein, like. I feel like uh, an important conversation that we need to start having with our people, like, you know, within ourselves. And I know this isn't the same kind of like, you know, uh, uh, again, carrying over from like last week is that, you know, not we shouldn't assume that we shouldn't go through a neighborhood or a school or something is because it's predominantly black. So immediately, you know, it will be
0: Hmm.
1: unsafe or something like that, you know. It's... Exactly,
0: for locking your doors in a parking lot when a black person passes by—like, what? Why is that in deeply entra- entrenched in our uh, being? Like that this is a necessary thing to do. I mean, you know, full disclosure—like, I used to be one of those people, and right. and that was me when I was like fifteen or sixteen. I used to be like, oh well, they showed these people bad, so that must mean all of them are bad. Mm-hmm. But upon higher education. Uh, which should be an opportunity for everyone by the way right yeah my dad right. upon higher education and upon like even just going through high school I my experience has changed because it was more like wow like that's not true about everyone right
1: yeah. Just exactly. like
0: when 9/11 happened hmm. we it didn't assu- there was an assumption that all Muslim people are violent or terrorists or in a terrorist organization right And when it hit me, then I was like, wow, then that also means that all of these other communities, the thousands of communities don't follow the norm or the, or the, um, uh, the accusation that's made against them. Like for black people or terrorism for Muslim people. Mm -hmm. It's just like, and, and God forbid you're a black Muslim like then you get like the double right and god forbid that you're asian muslim or god god forbid that you're part of the lgbtq community and you're also asian right right god you know
2: know, we have a lot of work to do in that that area
0: and girl speaking of work we have a lot of work to be done in all the communities right right Mm -hmm. there's one community that is not a culture A culture of uh uh sort of the race that you're brought up as or the race that you were born into but this is another community that uh that you're born into but for love right Mm -hmm. for who who you identify as and who you want to love right so now it's the toughest of the groups and the communities in terms of talking about it or trying to shed light on their, their levels of being underprivileged and that's the LGBTQ community. So there is an assumption about each community, right? As you said, but this one gets judged on a spiritual level that sort of, if you are part of this community that you cannot be religious, that if you are part of this community, you are a freak, you were abused when you were younger. Uh, you are X, Y, Z name calling. Or that you generally, if you have a lot of hate in your heart, you don't deserve to live. And unfortunately, in South Asian culture, Hispanic culture, Asian culture, black culture, if you are part of this community, you are not welcome to have the identifier of your intersection. So you cannot be a black and, and part of the LGBT community, which is so sad.
1: I, I don't even know honestly where to begin with that uh you know it's it's so true and it's something unfortunately that is so uh stigmatized to even talk about in cultures like south asian cultures so like you know we're completely inequipped to even you know start making sense out of this conversation and uh unfortunately much like you know the 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 religions that we're born into or um, you know and it might be like muslim or christianity or like jewish or whoever right like unfortunately this has to be seen as like uh from a lens of humanity and not from a lens of religion because i've you know just like we have discussed maybe in the past and i know that we have discussed this as teammates but this is such a personal issue of who to love that nobody can dictate this but the people in the you know relationship themselves i feel exactly. like you know and unfortunately like you might not have to you might not agree with somebody you know uh, somebody's choice of who to love but is <sighs> it really your is it really your judgment that matters mm-hmm. not really
0: yeah but yeah, i want just- to say i would just i'd do say a quick quick thing um mm-hmm. for any of our listeners who are part of the lgbt community um it, it's not a choice, because I was just using that in terms of a dialogue. Okay, we understand that that LGBTQ is not a choice. It's something that you are born with, right? But what 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 she is saying is that when we view it from our lens, like our South Asian lens or something, mm-hmm. or any of these other lenses, it, it we view it as that, right? We view it as not a part of our identity. So then, mm-hmm. therefore, it is a choice, right?
2: That's oh well, yeah, just to a, say our, that oh just just yeah. don't
0: be that. <laughs> Why don't you like not be that? Like, okay, yeah, I'll just when... wake up one day and I'll like force myself to do something. Else. Sure, all right, thank you so much. But like, <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> the, it's the same thing as people saying that, like, oh, you know, like the good Muslim, the good Muslim. What do you mean? Oh, should the good Muslims like call up, like, hey man, whatever you do, like, do not be bad because you're making us look bad? If I could do that, I would have done it yesterday. I mean... But the thing is, like, when it comes to the LGBTQ community, they are the most, the most they have the most homelessness they have the most like mental health issues why because people don't understand as part of their identity okay like just like muslim is part of your identity or just like christian is part of your identity or just like being south korean is part of your identity this is also part of your identity and i feel like if you're more than one of any of these identities then society starts playing oh no no well you can't be this and that who are you to say that
1: yeah, I same. I mean like exactly and thank you for, you know, uh, kind of explaining like, you know, how I was saying that because I've you know, being uh being a South Asian and like knowing that, you know, I, I and I have I have so many friends that are part of the LGBTQ plus community, you know, I couldn't be more proud of them. I learned so much from them and like, you know, I have I've been open. I've been I think that the best way to learn for me has been that i've just asked and been asked As with anyone
0: just by. ask if you if you you don't have to say oh it's ramadan he's probably fasting ask yeah oh, yeah you no know, oh it's he's, he's muslim he doesn't drink ask if he's um jewish he, do, he only eats kosher ask what are yeah. your pronouns ask it's really so easy totally And
1: then, you know what, if you're like me and you forget, ask again, (laughs) you know?
0: Yeah, 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 well, I'm not, you know, me and forget Yeah. Yeah, I
2: think a lot of people just, like, assume that either the person is going to be offended or a lot of people just don't care enough to ask. But I think think it's more
0: uh, beautiful, like, beauty. I'm sorry about that. Sorry to cut you off. But, like, Mm. I really think that it's important to highlight the beauty of identity instead of Mm. highlighting why our differences are so bad.
1: Right yeah and honestly speaking like that's exactly what we're trying to like you know do here is like uh understanding that you know or like what are people gonna say is like eventually in no matter where you are following in this spectrum of beautiful colors it's not gonna matter to you as long as you're speaking your own truth like uh, you know i am not going to lie like i don't think that i was you know as educated about the diversity that exists in our world. Before I started really looking into it, if you're always going to exist in a in in a cube of like one color, we're, you're never gonna be able to see. Yeah, one identity. Yeah. Exactly mm-hmm. one one identity. And sorry, by by color, I really just mean like you know four walls, um, that you choose to exist within. You know, it's in, of your brain essentially. I mean, until and unless you don't really make that. You know decision to to learn from other people to learn from other perspectives where they're coming from might not be able to see and how can you expect others to learn about you you know to be honest exactly. with you
0: exactly and how boring would the world be if everybody was uh a straight christian male <laughs> like how it's gonna be you know what i mean like and he happens to be also white like you know what i mean like what if we have someone who um has different pronouns than yours, right? Mm-hmm. Or what you assume for them to be, and they're a black pastor as well. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? You know what I mean? Like everyone's identity, it might be even more empowering to listen to his sermon, right? Yeah. My opinion. And also, same thing with like, you know, the identities that you have, right? The if if they're unique, which they are for each individual, arguably then it should be embraced because guess what if we lived in a really gray world where nobody had their you know intersectionalities or anything like that I, the world would be so boring i, I mean hear. i know we are taking a really serious conversation but like think about how much fun it is to to, to go to uh, an lgbtq club right think about how much fun it is to go to a, a, a muslim dawah or a party think about right. how much fun it is to go to um What's that dance? The dance um, of the Hindu tradition. There is a dance. See, this is how you know you're incompetent. I know. And if there was a Hindu person here, I would ask them. Oh. <laughs> but you know, go to. How awesome would it be to to just experience everyone? Right. Right. Or or, or you know, how beautiful would it be for everyone to attend a Sikh Langer? Oh right? yeah. Oh my God. It's, oh my God. Those are the best. Yeah. I must shout out to them, man. Right. Like, that's one of my favorites. Mm. But, right. Um, you know what? What if we just Embrace the differences together. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Oh my yeah. God,
1: nothing. Nothing. Nothing bad to come out of that. And I wanna. And I wanna actually also talk about you know a, a really beautiful part of our community and that is the white people. Um, you know that is the group of white people community. I mean, I, it is. You know we must understand that the people, the, the the community that we exist within and live within, everybody has their you know space everybody has their part to play and there are some you were just giving us examples of like you know all these awesome young white people that came and supported you today in your blm protest they were literally you know in the front lines and were kind of like you know yelling back at their own people who were anti-protesting you know against protesters
0: yeah i mean like exactly so the assumption that we have about white people is that they're all bigots right right like but it's just not true. I mean a lot of people grew, uh, I grew up with uh in our in our area just for the people who are listening um all three of us grew up in a similar area uh, on the island. And yeah. for us we had a lot of support from Caucasian people, right? And they were genuinely curious a, a lot of the times when it came to like Ramadan or 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 mm or who you love or how you're supposed to get married, arrange marriages, like there's just so many topics where they're just genuinely curious. However, because there is a lot of bad apples, especially nowadays, with this whole with with, with the Black Lives Matter movement, we're seeing a lot of the bad apples. And it's really tainting our view that what what like, you know, like the, the statement, all cops are bad, or like, you know, all white people suck, like, everyone's a Karen. Like, it's just not true. And sorry if your name is Karen and you're like, literally not a Karen, because that's just like horrible. But (laughs) that's like like being Muslim and being named Osama. Like Same same thing. Like, we believe that every white person, because of this, the notion that we're going with about assumptions, is is bad. They're automatically like, like, you know, oh, they're going to hate me because I'm different. No, it's just not true. Um, However, we do need to highlight what is true. And the and the facts and that is how we highlighted the the fact of being underprivileged when you're born something else other than white so that leads us into our next conversation about privilege and how that exists blatantly when you are born white right
1: and uh, or uh, yeah and then in addition to that like you know any lighter skin color as well you know especially <laughs> oh, yeah, for, like white passing yeah absolutely white passing and Especially within the context of like underprivileged communities, when you are when you're in the minority within the minority, um, you know, I think that uh, when there is a certain privilege that exists, uh, especially when you're you know born within that without having done anything in genetics, you know, just play a part in it. Biology and geography just play a part in it uh and that privilege is not recognized, that unfortunately becomes an immediate pass to like higher opportunities in life and like leniency where other might others might be punished more harshly.
0: Yeah. Um
1: and unfortunately like, you know, unfair uh uh passes, unfair uh, you know, chances uh-huh. at things.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, at, at opportunities, at, at um, attraction, it, you know, when we talked, we touched upon beauty and how how um, black is not beautiful, that notion that white is more beautiful. We covered that notion in the last episode when we talked about um, Black Lives Matter and when we talked about in previous uh, episodes before that about the fair and lovely complex in terms of the South Asian community. Right. But w- what happens is that when you're not faced with those um, aspects, you believe that You can do anything right but we we have the repercussions we know what it's like not yeah uh, uh, um, you know born white right so that's why we can talk about it but it's important for for a lot of white people who who have privilege to realize that you you must educate yourself right yeah To, to recognize your privilege
1: Absolutely. And honestly, like I've seen one interesting example that like just happened in the last week. And I think this week, like Alexis Ohanian, who is the CEO and founder of Reddit, um, you know, he actually resigned. He's 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 a white person married to Serena Williams um, and a father of, you know, their kid. And, you know, he literally said he's like, I want to I want to be able to answer my daughter in like 20 years when she asked me what I did during this time. And he's like, you know, I stepped down as um, you know, one of the board members, or, he resigned from his post and made place for a, for a black person to, to be mm. promoted to his place. Just one example. And, and the reason why I just like point that out right now is because, you know, recognizing that, you know, I have a position of power and I can either, number one, choose to do something good with it for other diverse communities or for people who don't look like me number one or number two like make ways for other people so that they become they may become like me not using it in a way that like oh i'm better than you so like i have the right to tell you to go back to your country or like pretend that it's okay to you know wave a weapon in other people's faces like those kinds of generalizations are definitely not good to have associated with your skin color let me just put it out there like that
0: yeah yeah i agree Oh, I feel like people who aren't white have to sort of work to get their empowerment. Right. So like this badass, like feminist hijabi has to like really work to get her voice out there. Oh, and yeah. you, then you get someone who doesn't have to do that. Like, like you have someone who became an Instagram influencer and has all these followers and brand deals and money because of the color of her skin. Mm-hmm. And, 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 because she's not, um, doing, uh, she doesn't have to push as harder as the other people li- like that black trans man who has to um, promote himself so what what white people can do to help check their privilege is empower Mm -hmm. others right help promote them and then maybe guess what's going to happen vicariously then you get promoted as well because guess what then you're a really good person absolutely right you know we were talking a lot about individuals and how we shouldn't presume a lot of white individuals do that right i've seen a lot especially in now in 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 current times of people coming out and saying no we need we need to be talking about black lives matter we need to be talking about muslims we need to be talking about lgbtq um uh, uh, granted that lgbtq transcends all all the colors and sort of you can be any combination right but um you know we've seen a lot more of it and and that brings us to our next topic which is the social media's impact on either the betterment of the colors of the world or the They're not yeah yeah ah, yeah this memor- what am i doing okay good
2: yeah i mean surprisingly social media i'm just talking with like the recent example social media has been on the positive side um it has spread a lot of awareness like all the races all the kinds of people like they have they are speaking about it and they are doing something about it so Surprisingly, social media has, you know, been positive in this in this right now recent, but we all know that that's not always the case. Along with this, I do also see lots of hate, lots and lots of hate. Um, you know, just the other day I saw this this woman was just going all out um, defending our president and, and saying that, oh, you know, not one day has gone by that you guys have let him breathe and stuff like that, like, you know, just like defending him in that way. So it's actually funny because I've started taking um I have like an album of screenshots of comments like these. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny, yeah. Um I can read them out to you guys like later. So I just like go on Instagram and, and like just screenshot these comments because they're just so funny, you know. So it's really in the end up to you how you use like your social media platforming technology I'm so um pertaining happy. to them. <laughs> yeah i'll show you guys i uh yeah, oh,
0: i look you. forward to seeing this <laughs> oh my god no you know, you... We all have meme folders but you know this one has a roast style trump folder and yes. i want to hear it i will get it printed <laughs> but it, that is awesome. i will send it to you yeah and, and and that on that note just backtracking just a little bit just a minute back mm-hmm. um not that doesn't mean that like all white people support Trump, like that's one thing that I've seen like overseas yes. that people think as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, going back to the social media thing, there's this other side of culture in terms of the color that you were born with that can be either highlighted or belittled with social media, right? Hmm. So, there's a lot of people who use social media to promote their pages or Well, obviously, but they do it in a a way that they don't know vicariously hurts the other people. So in terms of defining what it means to be beautiful, oh, a hot TikTok guy looks like this, white skin, six pack abs, a swimsuit model on Instagram is the only way that she can attain this, this, and this. So we have like these notions of beauty that come from social media surrounding um, color and, and the way that we should look. Right we they to realize that the way that we should look isn't the way that we look right oh, totally. so the way that we look should be empowered like i am all about the body positivity movement movement i am right. all about like a black is beautiful movement i'm all about like i am beautiful regardless of my or my, my orientation my identity my color so that can be either ruined or it can be promoted by social media so that's a really interesting aspect that we have nowadays however this cycle of love hate love hate it's been something that's been happening for years ever since the human race came to be Mm -hmm. but you know technology exacerbates it
1: oh completely uh and honestly like to your point like you know we you start living up subconsciously even if you're not making like a you know an effort to you know maybe like be like that model or whatever it is subconsciously your brain is working towards that beauty standard that has just like been you know just put in front of you and that's what media is right like who, who or what influences us like imagine living in a bubble without any social or news I don't know what you would do I have like no like Jared little <laughs> Oh my god, okay, I don't know if you know. Oh yet. I'm leaving. <laughs> okay.
2: I would do anything to live like him.
1: And, hel- like,
0: and he's very good looking. Oh, right. like
2: yes, that. that's true.
0: Oh uh, yeah.
1: Um, um But you do know he did not know the virus existed until like two weeks after it existed because
0: he was hel- at a retreat. He was out on like a mindfulness meditation yeah. retreat, <laughs> yeah. which is, gives me so much more respect for them. We stand mindfulness. We stand totally. people who yeah. are for meditation, especially if they're not good looking. Okay. Um, but see, I'm even I'm doing it now. Like the notions of beauty, like bi- they're biases, right? right what if yeah. this beautiful person that I think is very good looking yeah. does yeah. something and it doesn't align with my morals? What then? Oh, yeah. Should I change my morals or should I change who I like? You change who you like. There's only one answer to that question. <laughs> you change who you like because the thing is, it's not about the outside all the time. It's about right. the interconnectivity between being uh, um, presentable and 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 beautiful in your own skin with a character behind oh. that, oh, or yeah. soul, right? Oh yeah. Wow. We we really covered a lot today, guys, and and I believe that this is a this is some a topic that is. Going to be very near and dear to
1: a lot of people. Absolutely, and I and I want to point out here that you know us as LKK, we're making a commitment to kind of highlight a post, a story, or something, a feature, uh, from you know a diverse community moving forward every week. Uh, this is our little way of saying that you know we are not ending the conversation and we're not forgetting the conversation that arises out of important movements like the Black Lives Matter movement or, um, you know other uh. You know, unfortunate, I want to call them, um, uh, uh, you know, stigmas that that, that exist in our society. And the reason we want to do that is so that we can work towards constantly um, towards ending this. Right. Like it shouldn't it shouldn't be every day that like we have to do a movement or, you know, a protest just for basic human rights. So it's you know, it's 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 our ongoing effort for that. And, and yeah, I had so much fun talking about like, you know, how just generalizations based on you know the color or shade of somebody's skin can like put them at a uh, at a disadvantage Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time like that's what makes that particular community unique and I want to point out is something that you said you know before as we were talking about this that embracing each other as you know a fabric that comes together these different fibers of community that comes together as a fabric is you know is exactly that and it reminded me of something like super cute like you know i don't know if you've ever seen like patchwork quilts like they're like yeah s- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah
2: yeah
1: they're like so cute. super cute quilts and i was just thinking of that when you said that i was like oh my god we're all just a big giant patchwork quilt stop <laughs> so-
0: yep, stop yep. Exactly, but some unfortunately want to put holes in it, right? Yeah. (laughs) You know, unfortunately, that's the case. Yeah. But like, God forbid, we're you know we are a person of color, and then you're like, you know, you have social socioeconomic gap or educational gap or a gap, a societal gap created uh, Mm -hmm. if you identify or was born as LGBT. Right. Like, seriously, like, why is that? That other parts of our identity um, disproportionately invalidate the. The other parts of our identity. Like, why can't we be a whole person with all the parts? Why does we have to be? Why do we have to play the parts?
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, totally. Right? I guess that's an ongoing conversation, and we're happy to be part of it. We're lucky to be a part of it. Um, I know that you know, I was actually reaching out to a couple of friends the other day, and I was just saying that, hey, you know what? If you guys have any, um, ideas or like particular. Uh, you know things that you want to talk about and you know it it actually those conversations made me realize that even uh, getting to a stage of acceptance to talk about mental health and uncomfortable conversations in the community is in itself a a, a, a sort of like a privilege you need to be in a particular yeah. mental health space and uh, kind of like an educational space and even a comfortability level within your own sp- you know own skin embracing the skin that you were born with and the, and the brain and the mind and body that you are born with is a huge, it's a work in progress. And I don't think that it's something that, you know, somebody just accomplishes overnight or even till the day they die. But, you know, even getting to the place of, you know, saying I can use the platform I have, even if it's talking to my spouse or like, you know, being like a person with a 3 million user following or something like that. I think whatever you can do to have these uncomfortable conversations, now is the time. So
0: I I also think that it, it's important to note that donating $5, attending a protest, or posting something on social media, these are quick ways you can help be on the right side, of, help uh, history in the making and be on right. the right side. Right? right? Absolutely. Be on the correct right yeah. side of history. And, and try to a- end the cycle of hate. Yes. Is, is little steps like you would be surprised how much your five dollars or or walking or uh walking e- even walking for cancer like look have you seen the turn up on these things like, it's beautiful Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Or posting something nowadays guys we all have a freaking computer in our pockets right you can yeah. literally i don't care if you have four followers you can spread awareness about something you post that on your story or you make a post because it might not it might ruin my aesthetic life <laughs> It doesn't matter if you post it and those five people say it those five people are going to tell someone else and then yeah. they're going to tell someone else on that note remember that lkk podcast will not stop talking about these issues because these are issues that transcend time to be honest yes And i think that one way that we're going to do it is everything that we post will always be there nothing will be deleted if anybody ever wants to look back on anything that happens or that happened they can see it. We can you can see about our Black Lives Matter posts. They will always be on our feed because it's important for that to be visible.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah.
0: So I encourage everyone else to do the same. Like keep those things up. I've noticed that like people like start deleting like after something right. ends. Like, yeah, oh, it's which is it's not cool anymore.
2: Yeah, oh, it's not cool anymore. Like is was this just a trend? Like Yeah. Oh Pride the month the is over.
0: Pride month is over. Let me take the rainbow off my profile. yeah
2: Like The only way we can make this change is that we continue talking about it continuously. That's it.
0: Guys, on that note, thank you so much for joining us. I know that this this topic of it in itself is a cycle, but this is the reality, okay? And these conversations still need to keep happening because if we don't have these conversations, we're going to be complacent, and we don't want to be complacent. We don't want to be silent. We don't want to be silent about Black people we don't want to be silent about gay people we don't want to be silent about anything that is derogatory towards humanity because at the end of the day all we have is each other Exactly. Exactly. so don't worry about what people are going to say when it comes to you being any identity or or what you were born with or choose to be or, or you're aligned with or you're an ally of don't worry about what people are going to say when it comes to your favorite food right your favorite clothing i mean that's just like an extra tidbit right there but when you do do that make sure you you know don't be culturally inappropriate like say where that thing came from oh i really like this because it's from this country you know i really like the greek style i really like the um kurdish style like say where it's from right
2: yeah like call it out
0: call it out yeah. And on that note guys thank you so much for watching and uh until next time uh take care and don't worry about
2: kya kahenge.
0: Kya kahenge. all right take care everyone peace love and unity